0: Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Cover Zero podcast, the show where I cover the least in the best way possible. I'm your host, Jason Wells, and that's it. The NFL season is done uh ended on I mean I guess you can say a high note for the Dolphins we did it we made the playoffs uh playoffs are here but that means for half of these teams it is the off season. we'll get into some talk uh this episode we're basically gonna go through the draft order talk about those teams that missed the playoffs uh what we can expect for them this offseason uh Yeah, just really talk about their future, maybe get a little bit of draft talk. I know last episode I mentioned we'll get into top 10 players. I think that we might push that for next week. And then, yeah, we'll get into that playoff preview. We'll talk about those matchups that are to come this weekend. But, yeah, uh, this episode I'm going to have on Chew Moob, and Spills. Uh, I think Spills might be joining a little late because of work, but... Yeah, let's just get into the season recap with the boys. Well, I'd now like to welcome on, uh, I know I just said there's going to be three of them. There's two, Chu should be on shortly, but uh, we get one guy who his team's in the playoffs, team's been secured in the playoffs for a while, and... Moob, you actually had realistic expectations about your team this season. They almost made the playoffs, but they fell just short. Now picking them in the top ten, as usual. Spills. The Chargers are the Chargers. We've known they've been in the playoffs for a while, so don't have to talk much about them.
1: It's a podcast,
0: you know, talking, uh, talking instead of the hand gestures.
2: (laughs) Yeah, let's just uh, let's focus on the on the uh, the. They're not so good teams today, so we can start with them, yeah, yeah, uh, you know, like uh, like the Panthers there, yeah, really just unfortunate at the end of the year with uh, what happened there. I really thought they were gonna get it done. I mean, with team ride on Panthers' money line and just Brady Brady'd us, it is where it is. I mean, that was uh, that was terrible, but I mean, I'm gonna say CJ Henderson more than
3: anything. Um, hey it is what it is we'll, we'll get to that when we get to it that guy is
0: cooked <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah he's, he's he's getting burnt and now uh, when Chu eventually shows up I'll give the spiel about you know his team missing the playoffs and him still thinking they're in a dynasty so uh but yeah I guess let's get right into it uh the first half of the draft order is now set. Uh, and it's going to a team that hasn't had that number one spot all year. It is the Bears. They finished three and fourteen to get that number one pick. Uh, before we get into any real football talk, I'd just like to say that my under four and a half and three and a half wins both cash. That was huge for me. But uh really the Bears have to thank the Texans for the first overall pick. And we're gonna talk about the Texans next, but the Bears have to be loving where they are with the number one overall pick.
2: Yeah, no, they're going to have a very fun off season. Um I I mean, Ryan Poles is already starting with his shenanigans on uh, – with, uh, you know yeah. – anyways, that's how you have to be. You have to bluff and say all this stuff. They would be absolutely insane to move on from Justin Fields right now. From, I they have to look at all year. the prospects, though. They have to look at all the <laughs> prospects. I can maybe understand that – you want to maximize your window by re-upping on a rookie quarterback on a brand new deal but like uh, you just you saw i think you just, they just saw way too much special unique talent from justin fields that none of the prospects in this class have um yeah it's you you have some assets now you would have had more if you didn't trade the 32nd pick for Chase Claypool. But uh, they have so much cap space to build what they want to build around Justin Fields. And I think he's definitely earned the opportunity to stay there. And it really doesn't make sense to move him for any picks and try and play it that way. I would never, I wouldn't do that. I don't think they should. I don't think they will. Some team is going to trade ahead of Houston and make them pay for (laughs) what happened there, but we'll see who it is. But, it's a matter of time.
1: Yeah, I
3: don't see a team, uh, you know, I, I, don't, I don't see the Bears drafting a QB. Uh, they'd be foolish to do so. Uh, Bryce Young, although QB won in a lot of people's minds, uh, in my opinion, I don't think I would have had him rated ahead of Fields had they been in the same class. I know you can talk about, well, you get two more years of Bryce Young at a cheaper deal as opposed to Justin Fields. Uh, I don't think that the talent is um, is comparable between the two, so that's why I just wouldn't, I wouldn't really consider. And, you know, if the, if there is a talent discrepancy, if you think, I mean, I, I wouldn't, uh, uh, it's not a route that I would go. I would just trade that pick and uh, build the rest of your team. I mean, they won three games, so God knows they, they need yeah. a build, so.
0: Because like right now, realistically, Justin Fields is probably the only real building block they have on that entire team. And even Justin Fields is still a bit of a question mark. I still believe in his potential to be a future superstar quarterback. But having one overall, I mean, the Texans basically fucked themselves, but there's going to be a lot of teams trying to trade up to that number one spot. I think they're going to be able to get an absolute haul of a trade from it uh whether that is just future or actually get some vet talent with it too um i'm excited this bears team yeah like spills you mentioned it they have a shit ton of cap they gotta fix but basically they just have to build an entire new team so having that trade piece with the first overall pick i mean Maybe I don't know if the I'm I'm just looking at who I have up here, but if the Colts move up from four, that still puts them in the Jalen Carter Will Anderson territory if you assume two quarterbacks go in the top three picks or something like that. So yeah. and then it comes down to I don't know who do you want, Will Anderson or Jalen Carter?
2: Um, I mean, people are saying that Carter is the best defensive prospect since Aaron Donald. Like at the end of the day, Aaron I still Donald think... Aaron wasn't even the best
0: defensive prospect when he was coming out. Like, Aaron Donald wasn't Aaron Donald until he came to the NFL.
2: Yeah, sorry, but, like, what I mean is, like... I get what you mean.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. he's going to be, like, a generational talent.
2: Generational ideal yeah. talent still doesn't surpass the need on the edge, I think. I, I think it's just harder to find a dominant edge guy. Mm-hmm. So, I personally will always value that position more i think the executives will value it more um and yeah again just kind of on your point with the colts there i think that's the team that makes the most sense especially because uh they get to jump their divisional opponent uh for that top pick at a new quarterback um and that way i mean the bears are going to get their haul and again be like you said in that position to at least get one of the top uh what i think are probably the top two players in the draft because I, I again like uh i think like moob said as well this quarterback class doesn't exactly move me saw some good play in the in the bowl season there but again it's just uh i wouldn't be i wouldn't be trading the farm to to get uh one of these guys so hopefully the bears I, can get a
0: haul. I just think enough teams are gonna be desperate like there's a lot of QB needy teams. And I mean, we're going to talk about all of them coming up, but yes, that's, that's where the desperation lies, where you get yeah, like Stroud, Stroud and young. I mean, move, you said it like you wouldn't take them over fields, mm. but I think they're in that same range of prospects anyways, where they're not generational guys, but they're guys who could be really good talents in the league someday. Uh, We'll move on from the Bears, though. It was a tough season. At least you might have your answer at quarterback. That's always the biggest thing in this league. Uh, And we'll move over to the team that was the worst team in the league the entire season. They lost first overall on a Hail Mary to end the game. Lovey Lovie Smith out with an absolute bang, telling the Texans to go fuck themselves. I know you wanted to start with this one, so go for
1: it.
3: Yeah, it's funny because you 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 even said um, that they they lost on the Hail mary because that's what it felt like. They actually won, but technically, you know, they they lost out on the number oh, yeah. one pick. So this uh, the the Texans for the last three years has been one of the bigger clown organizations in all of professional sports. Yep. Uh, it started when back in twenty January twenty twenty, uh, they hired a character development coach promoted him into so there's this guy by the name of jack easterby who was famous around the league for being a character development coach who they essentially just got from new england because he was kind of cleaning up the um the uh what is it, uh, Hernandez situation. He was cleaning up that situation, helping out the players mentally and somehow worked his way into uh, a role of executive vice president of football operations. So uh, so yeah, it's uh, insane. They hired him to oversee the football operations. January 2020, October 2020, they fired Bill O'Brien. January 2021, Deshaun Watson demands a trade. March 2021, the allegations come out. He misses the entire season. Uh, they hired David Culley, fired David Culley, hired Lovey Smith, fired Lovey Smith, uh, all in the span of three years. So, I mean, I'm not – oh, sorry. And they also fired Jack Easterby. And now they lost <laughs> out on the – and mind you, all of these years that I've been saying that they're uh, the clown organization, they have not gotten the number one overall pick once. So they're even awesome. bad at sucking which is incredible. So, uh, yeah, I mean, they're in a position where the, the Colts or any other team could jump them for the QB1 and, you know, they might not even pick a QB at this point. Like, I mean, if if the guy that they're eyeing in on is Bryce Young and someone jumps them and they're not too sure about Will Levis or, or C.J. Stroud, no point in, you know, taking someone you that you don't have highly ranked on your board. So we'll see. But uh, the Texans are just kind of like the gift that keeps on giving. It's just,
0: ridiculous oh oh is he here all right oh we'll keep talking about the texans for a bit that like i think I. oh s-
2: cam is coming on i thought no, it no, was no, Chu. no no, no it's, it's, oh, there, okay. he
0: is. there he oh, is okay that's a bit confusing Are we uh, the Patriots uh, yet? no no not yet we haven't got to that part of the losing team yet but uh yeah if you're listening right now and can't see on video chu just joined us on the call uh yeah, How's, uh, how, how are the mock drafts going, bud?
4: I really like Jordan Addison, actually. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, okay, we will get to the Patriots talk when we get. We are talking about the Texans right now, though. Uh, yeah, no, I was just saying that I think uh, during my AFC South preview, I said that Lovey Smith was going to get fired at the end of next season not cuz he's a bad coach or whatever it's just cuz the Texans they didn't want to hire him in the first place. I think and if you guys remember that story they wanted to hire Josh McCallum to be their head coach and then the Flore, or the Flores uh, lawsuit came out and they couldn't hire a white coach with no experience and they got Lovey Smith who's been a coach for a long time, he's a good coach and for nothing is,
4: is levy smith really a good coach
3: he's, oh, he's a coach he is a coach i mean no, I, uh, I, I know the Count is, is, is a volunteer assistant at a high school somewhere in uh, north carolina so i mean i would say <laughs> yeah.
0: really at least he is a coach
3: but yeah. were they scheduled to interview brian flores last
4: year and then he put the lawsuit since so then they stopped interviewing him um i'm not sure if he did interview i the think job. that happened I I feel like his
0: name came up with the Texans.
4: Yeah, I think Brian Flores is scheduled to interview with them because that could have been a good hire, too. Maybe he was on their radar. I actually personally think they should go after Brian Flores now.
2: I think what they did last year is they knew they were going to be dog water this year, and they needed to put someone in place to make sure that they stay dog water. (laughs) Now, that's probably the organization's fault for confirming with Lovey Smith before the week started that this was... But that's the thing, but it's why couldn't they just
0: stick with David Cully in the first place? Yeah,
2: why'd you have to make a change Is that? I don't understand. Like that, that really makes no sense.
0: Yeah. It it made it absolutely made no sense. It's such a bad look on this franchise. It's
2: and totally that loops no back thing. to what Mo was bad saying. Look. It's just a bunch of yeah. clowns running this organization. So yeah. you, I, I do uh, think
0: Casario
4: just from a pure GM standpoint is going to do a better job. Like That's he, was he's from the he, he was, tree, was right? with New England the Pats tree, right? New England for twenty years. There's no way there this we guy go. doesn't know how to build a roster. Like, <laughs> I mean, he I mean, build six championship rosters.
2: Casario, Casario's first mistake was telling Lovey Smith that he was going to be fired after this week because Lovey Smith just said "f you" to that entire organization and uh him and him and Jordan Akins, man. Even even uh Davis Mills, although he did throw a pick six, but he was kind of yeah. balling that game. Yeah. Uh, that game was actually, I don't know if anyone like watched all of it. It was way too funny. Oh, no. There was I think there was three defensive touchdowns, two pick sixes. Like they were both trying so hard to lose. <laughs> and it even came to the point where the cold safety whiffed on the interception. <laughs> oh
1: yeah.
2: That's
0: conspiracy right there. That guy threw the game. Yeah. Yeah. I don't oh, I'm I'm still, like I don't really mind the, the Smith firing.
4: I think I'm the only one on this. No, board. it's 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 not
3: the firing. It's it's no, mostly it's just the the, the process. Con- it's the concept, they, they, and the process. Yeah. They hired someone so that they can fire in a year. Like they, I yeah. we've, we've heard of stopgap quarterbacks. They literally had <laughs> stopgap coach, and they said, "We're gonna hire you to tank and fire you at the end of the season." And they did that in back-to-back years. Like that is unheard of. I've never heard that in sports. That see, is just the hilarious. Thing. The Dave Cully does
4: not make any sense. Oh, they actually well, the hired hire. Dave
3: Cully to be their coach, right? Well,
4: see, when's and your hockey? We got to talk Lovey Smith here? is was basically an interim coach. Like we yeah, all knew you, he was an interim coach. Well, they, they, they promoted. The this is, <laughs> yeah. too yes. Much yeah.
0: talk. This is this is a lot of Texans head coaching talk, but uh, just like a couple last things Texans uh Brandon Cooks wants out of there he doesn't want to be a part of a rebuild obviously uh so he will be a name out there on the trade market again for what I don't know like the fifth time in his career uh Laramie Tunsil wants a shit ton of money and the Texans cap situation is fine it's not great but just some things they have to get sorted out uh not a lot of things to really look forward to if you're the Texans, like them not having number two, like they might have to trade up with the bears just to make sure they get their number one.
2: Which guy. is so funny to think it's... about because they really had control of it. And <laughs> yes. now it's going to cost them draft capital to get who they want. <laughs> yeah. That would be uh, the, oh, that'd be too funny. Anyways.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, we'll move on to the team with the third overall pick though. The Arizona Cardinals finished four and thirteen. Uh, if you've been listening to this uh podcast since I started, you knew I was always off wasn't on the Cardinals bandwagon whatsoever, wasn't on the Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kyan bandwagon. I've been calling from them calling for them to get fired since they got those contract extensions, and one got demoted, the other one's gone. So step in the right direction for the Cardinals, but now you have Kyler Murray trying to help find a new head coach. So let's see how that goes for them.
3: Yeah, I saw this. Uh, they were just clowning uh, Kyler Murray as soon as that tweet came out, saying that uh, he was going to have a little bit of input in the new head coach, and everyone was just making Call of Duty jokes and being like, you know, he's going to need someone to play Warzone with, and all that kind of stuff. They should have a like <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is gonna be an interesting job um i, I know sean payton wants a uh somewhat a, a quarterback that's established so that he can take over he doesn't want to take over a rebuild and i know a couple other coaches would be thinking the same way so uh this might be a landing spot for him or another vet coach who just wants um uh, you know a qb and something to work with they got i know they have uh they're gonna get some draft capital for sure from DeAndre Hopkins. This is a very weak uh, pre-agency, so they might honestly get a first-round pick for him. And then, yeah, they got this number three overall. They can trade down, pick Will Anderson or Jalen Carter. Just you know, fill the rest of their team. I think Kyle's gonna start on the PUP list this season, but uh, we'll see. It should be an interesting
1: uh, off-season for them for sure, though. I don't know if
2: Jason's frozen, but I'll hop in. Uh, yeah, no, they definitely have to just clear out all of their veteran deals. Now, starting with Hopkins that I mean, there was uh, tweets today saying that they're going to attempt to move him. So get your capital there. Yeah. New England, great fit him that clip talking, uh, to, um, um, Belichick. Yeah. Forget it. He's going to the bears. I've already slaughtered him on the bears. He's on their depth chart for me for 2023. That makes the most sense. Uh, it would have made more sense if they didn't trade their 32nd overall pick for Chase Claypool. I'm going to continue clowning them for this for years to come, because I think that could have been one of the dumbest moves of any team doing any rebuild is that. Um And again, that's just they, they offer sleaze, but... the
3: 32. If they offer the 32, like if they had the 32 and they offered it for Hopkins, the Cardinals might say yes. So yeah. trading that pick for uh Claypool's... uh
2: now what, what that, they can yeah. try and do to recover the situation is say, okay, you guys can take Chase Claypool and they're not in a pick and see if they want to do that. But I don't oh, wow. think that will happen. Uh, but yeah, they gotta they gotta get some veteran contracts again with uh, Watt leaving. They have to understand that next year is also a lost season. Do not try and uh, do what the Browns did and try and recover their season with when he knew it was gonna be a broken season. Except that next year is an L shed your contracts, get a fresh slate similar to how Chicago is going to have this year. Make sure in next year's off season, you have a bunch of cap to play with, and then you can go from there, but they have to just understand where they are as an organization and they have to clear the cap and be ready to go for next year. Cause let,
0: let me ask you all a question. Where are you on like the Kyler Murray scale? Like, do you think he's a franchise QB? No, like, can he win a Super Bowl? No?
2: no. No. Absolutely
0: not.
3: I don't think so. I think he's he's a franchise QB in the same sense that Derek Carr was a franchise QB, yeah. where he would play yeah. a decade for them. But, you know, you're probably not going to get anything too crazy no. out of him. I think everyone
4: here is crazy. I think Kyler Murray is like top three quarterback in the NFL potential. <laughs>
0: Well, okay, come on. Man. You can't say things like...
4: Why are you the way you are, man? Top three? Why can't I say... No like he's not even a top, top quarterback Josh in his division Alan, this year. Josh Allen and Kyler Murray to me are in the same boat. They play what spectacular the- some weeks and they play awful some weeks. Who's better, Jimmy man. Garoppolo
2: or Kyler Murray? Kyler Murray easily. Okay. Kyler Murray... Okay.
4: Okay, Kyler, Kyler so we, we, we've was, tempered his was expectations. Literally, last year at the start of the season, we were saying Kyler was the MVP, like we were saying Josh Allen was the MVP at the start of the season. Yeah, like the Carson Wentz was the we MVP in his Kyler season. Murray, Look at Carson Wentz. now. The only Wentz reason now. we forgot about Kyler Murray and we didn't forget about Josh Allen is because Kyler Murray has one of the worst defenses in the league and Cliff Kingsbury coaching him. If Josh Allen played for the Cardinals right now, I guarantee you they'd be in the same boat. That's what I'm saying. I,
0: I will say I'm, a, I'm, I'm on Chu's side because Chu thinks he's a top three talent in the league right now. I do think that Kyler still has that potential. It's just, I don't know. Again, I think Cliff Kingsbury is an idiot. I've always thought he was an idiot. So if they get a good offensive head coach to work with him, I don't know, him and Hollywood get that Oklahoma connection back. But, like, again, Spills, you said it. It's a lost season next year regardless. Uh yeah, it's 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 going to be bad. I'm I'm excited to see where they go, who they get for GM. But uh... Uh, one last note from the Cardinals: JJ uh, Watt uh, officially done. His career is over. Do we actually think that JJ Watt is done? I think come September, he's going to get that itch to play football again. He's still going to be in great shape. Like these last few weeks, he's been on an absolute tear defensively. So. I'm still hoping he plays next year. I don't know what you guys think, but. I think he's like, he just had a kid, if I'm not mistaken. So I think yeah. he's going to want to be
3: around uh, his family. I know there's uh, some uh, NFL players that, you know, they don't like spending time around their family. and uh, But J.J. Watt doesn't seem to be like one of those guys. So I think he's going to retire for good, walk off into the sunset and just uh, relax and raise his uh, kid, spend time with his wife.
2: Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say. Like, and again, just think of the last like five years. He's been very, very banged up. And now he's like probably finally feeling good again. And to to put into perspective, like having the new kid, you don't want to like potentially risk it and go out and be all messed up and injured again. Yeah. I think he I think he's satisfied with where he's at and what he's accomplished. Uh, and but he's a very competitive guy, one of the most competitive guys in the league. And mm-hmm. You know, like you said, the itch you never know. But I wouldn't, I don't know, try to say. It. I, I'm gonna say no, I'm gonna say no final answer.
0: I could see him playing with his brothers in Pittsburgh next year. That's all I know. That would be cracked, right? There you go. There you go. Two Watts and Cam Hayward. That's not bad. Um, we'll move on though to the team picking fourth, the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, finished with a record of 412 and one. Um, I thought this team was going to be a playoff team, so uh, yeah, fucked up there, but this team sucks, like, they're in, like, complete rebuild mode, like, they have a lot of good vets on that team, too, like, Steph Gilmore, Shaq Leonard, they're, like, I think that we'll probably try to trade Gilly for something, but, like... I don't know. Like, does Chris Ballard even keep his job as of 535 January 10th? He still has not been fired, but I don't know.
2: So I'm on the same page with you. Like, this team has pretty bad talent overall. I do not think they should trade up for any quarterback. I just think that they will out of desperation and out of spite because Chris Ballard's an idiot. Um, I don't, I don't care for anything he's done. He's made a couple desperation plays on these veteran quarterbacks the last couple of years to try and do what they can in their prime. But I think they definitely have to understand that it's time to just, again, they're, they're kind of like the Cardinals right now, ship off your pieces, get your, get it together and then go for the quarterback when the time is right. Right now is not the time.
4: I have a weird feeling Will Levis is going to be
0: a Indianapolis Colt. I I feel like Jim Irsay is just gonna fall in love with him, and he's just gonna make yeah. the call that that's his quarterback. He's gonna be like, "This is Josh Allen." Even trade up to one for him, like <laughs> Yeah, no,
3: I've I've been saying I tweeted this out maybe a month or two ago. I said, "Don't be, don't don't uh, be outraged if and when uh, Will Levis goes number one overall, because if you've seen that famous video of him throwing with no pads on, and he's just throwing absolute darts." And um, he just looks like a quarterback. How how that translates on the field or you know in film, absolutely irrelevant. He just looks like <laughs> a dude who plays on Sundays, yeah. and that's that's what teams fall in love with. So, I mean, Josh Allen and Justin Herbert are probably done more harm than good when it comes to evaluations for quarterbacks, um, because of you know teams see those type of players and they're gonna try to find their own. So. Well, I mean, we'll see. Uh, But, yeah, I do think that they will trade up to the number one overall pick. Uh, Shout out to uh, Jeff Saturday. He tanked perfectly. Incredible. Like, he literally the textbook tanking, get a guy off the ESPN set, and just tell him to go say some bullshit every every Sunday. I think he won this first game and then lost, like, seven in a row. So, shout out to them. They're finally going to stop this whole rent-a-QB situation they're in the last five years. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's I, I mean, think.
0: like, I mean, I was gonna say, I do have a note here that do they get Derek Carr? I just think that they can't go with another no. stopgap quarterback for like the fourth year in a row. But like, I think it would be hilarious. That if would be
2: awesome. so funny. And again, right when then the Carr news came out about like, oh, yeah, he might be released. There, like a tweet. Cool. Oh, yeah, he's he's a Colt. But like, oh, yeah. there's just no way the Colts are that stupid. I don't so, buy no. it. But. I'm rooting for it because that would be all time.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh honestly not a lot to talk about with the Colts. Uh moving on with the fifth pick. It is the Seattle Seahawks, but this is originally the Denver Broncos pick. So we'll talk about the Broncos in this slot. Uh Broncos, I mean, again, a team I thought was gonna win the division. I thought it was gonna be a Super Bowl contender. Uh, it's the season five and twelve. Uh Russ wanted to cook this season. Um, Russ cannot cook. These last two weeks without Nate, ha- Nate Hackett and his offense, and the Broncos going back to good running game, play action pass, what Russ did in Seattle. Hey, the offense looked average. Would you look at that? Russ doing things that he's good at. Russ can't cook. Let Russ run the ball, play action, do that shit. <laughs> He's yeah. not can't let Russ cook. It's yeah. just as simple
2: as that. Leave it up to Brandon Staley to let Russell Wilson go. Twelve completions for two hundred eighty <laughs> yards. So uh, good, good on him. With all their starters, and for that matter, and Joey Bosa uh, getting hurt. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Anyways, back back on the Broncos here. Sorry, I, 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 I thought I thought it was objectively hilarious that they went down the field with ten seconds left in the half and scored a touchdown. Um, yeah, Russ was honestly uh, Jerry Judy. Looks phenomenal. Uh, I know there were some, like, talks earlier in the season about them potentially moving on from him. They cannot move on from Jerry Judy. He's – I did not know he was that fast. Like – Oh, yeah, no. he runs no. No, no, like, no, no. Like, he has, like, J- Jalen Wall kind of he jets. Is, like, he is uh, he's the really most
4: – no, yes, Wellesley. He is, like, no, the no, no, fastest like, on-field player compared to his 40 time. Like, every time he catches the ball, it looks like he runs He
2: so turns on the jets and can move.
0: Well, that's the thing. Like he's a four three runner. I just don't
2: think he's a four two runner. He's Either way, what I'm trying to say is that they are very good.
0: Off. He's very good.
2: Um, again, their defense, like they just played their hearts out all season, and then they just got incredibly fed up. And on Christmas Day, they said "f this" and got absolutely nuked by uh, by uh, Baker Mayfield and uh, the Rams. There, um, their defense is going to be good again next year because they're just going to mentally reset. I don't think it's they're gonna need much of a major overhaul. I think it was just enough is enough at this point. Um I don't know what they're gonna do at head coach. I don't think Sean Payton's gonna go there, even though they're gonna no. attempt it. I think this uh I think this Jim Harbaugh stuff is all cap. Like teams are gonna to talk to him. No one's gonna hire him. Uh I don't think I don't think he's gonna find a way back like- in the
0: Do you guys see the Jim Harbaugh is getting like indicted by the NCAA because he bought a recruit like a hamburger at a restaurant?
2: Yeah, yeah. So there's yeah, there's some stuff with the NCAA right now that like I think is why he's like getting some NFL attention to divert the attention all over the place. But um, I don't Um, know who the coach is going to be. People are saying Dan Quinn. I think that would be unbelievable if uh, they hire Dan Quinn because they would just be useless again next year. Um, <laughs> they're yeah. planning
3: on doing that, and then they they decide to go uh, Nathaniel Hackett. So. Yeah, it's
2: like, again, yeah. So Quinn was like in their scope last year. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah, I'll I'll just say that like the one good thing about the Broncos currently is the Walton family owns the team. If you don't know who the Walton family is, they're the family that own Walmart. So basically they have unlimited money. They can do whatever the hell they want this off season. Dead cap doesn't matter. Obviously like financials took for the team, it matters, but like they can spend as much money as they want. If they want to get Sean Payton and give him $50 million a year, they could do it, but they won't. Cause that's just not how things work. But I don't know. I think the Walt, like it'll be an attractive job. For Sean Payton, just because he's literally going to be, he, here are the keys, go do whatever the hell you like, need to do. Whether that he stick with Russ, you kind of have to stick with Russ at least for a couple of years, But
2: he's strongly linked to Vic Fangio that being his DC, though, and Vic Fangio is just the that, coach there, so that that's tough. why I don't like that yeah. fit. No, um, but like I get what you're saying, though. Like they have the money to pay him. But mm-hmm. I think yeah, if, if Payton was going to go, he'd have to dis- or reassemble his uh, dream team and uh, let Vic go, because I don't think Vic's going to want to settle for that.
0: No. Uh, just a team that needs to get healthy, too. Got killed with injuries this year. Um, Speaking of another team that got killed with injuries, picking number six, it is the Lions from the way of the Rams. This was from Matt Stafford trade. Uh, looking pretty good right now. Ah. Uh, Rams are just absolutely falling apart. Sean McVay might be leaving too. I know their offensive coordinator just left to be the head coach of Kentucky. Yeah, uh, Raheem Morris also might get a head coaching job somewhere. Um, th- all the Rams really have to do is they have to hope that they can run it back. Because if they can't, then I I have no idea what they do. They have no future.
2: At the end of the day, it, as dumb as it sounds, the trade's still worth it. And yep, the Rams still Bowl. won the trade because yep. you won a Super Bowl. Yep. I don't really care what their next 10 years looks like at this point. They flushed all their picks. They knew they were doing this. They had the all-in mentality, and they won their Super Bowl. So mm-hmm. good win-win for both sides with Detroit there. Um, Stafford wants to play with or without McVeigh. Whatever he might have one more year, Stafford's cooked. he's gonna retire very soon if it's not it, I think he should just retire now personally yeah, uh, sure. he's he got his ring um I don't think he has much more to approve um again, the Rams have to rebuild that's yeah. another team that's just where they are and uh but like they're also but like they're in a position like
0: let's say that McVeigh doesn't leave. Like Stafford's back next year, all they can hope to do is run it back. They but can't. they're a
2: wild card team, we have to be serious about them. They're, no, not, yeah, gonna, they're not a serious contender, not I don't, not. they're not going to win their division, no, definitely not. But like, Donald
3: no, might retire too, he's been talking about that for a while. So, that's I enough, think he's linked
2: yeah. to McVeigh. So, if McVeigh leaves, he's gonna leave. But uh, again, like, I, if we just keep the hypothetical and like that Jason's saying, and everyone stays, Cup comes back healthy. Is he even going to be ready week one? Do we know this?
3: They weren't good when everyone was healthy to be here anyway. They were still bad. Yeah, they, were. The one, like they just
0: they have no depth. The one thing that changes that is Cam Akers. Cam
1: Akers
0: has been incredible this last month. For I mean, out of the blue. I mean, obviously, it doesn't actually change things, but like having a running game was huge for them at the start of
2: well, yeah, the season. That's true. Yeah, they can and run the ball. Now all of
0: a sudden they have it. So that's something that at least I don't know. If Cooper Cup comes back and then they have a run game, it's a little better. But right now the Rams have minus nine million in cap. So
2: which is nuts because the rest of their roster is abysmal. So I don't yeah. know. The Alan the- Robinson signing was an absolute disaster. <laughs> I don't know if they yeah. can save any money by cutting him, no. but I would just get rid no. of him.
0: No, I, I was going through my notes today and it was, yeah, he's like 36 million in dead cap if they cut him. So oh, it's,
3: <laughs> yeah. So enjoy the projects you guys won your championship. Just, you know, rebuilds on its way. There we go.
0: Uh, moving on though, to the number seven pick, the Las Vegas Raiders. I had this team missing the playoffs. I didn't think they'd be this bad. I thought they'd be under 500, but 611 and 1, they literally just couldn't win any close games the entire season. Um they're moving on from Derek Carr. I don't know what the Raiders do. I I like I think they're just hoping that they sign Tom Brady.
2: Cause... So someone in this call uh, actually had the Raiders going to the Super Bowl and had <laughs> no, no, no. Derek Carr no, no, no. as a top 6 quarterback his preseason quarterback rankings so i just want i think we should just like pause for a second and, and get some apologies for these insane claims okay
4: i will apologize for Derek carr that guy did not live up to expectations he was inaccurate all season he was he actually turned over the ball in key situations quite a lot which was i wasn't used to seeing from Derek carr um the Derek Carr that I thought I was going to see was like the Derek Carr from 2017 or the wherever the year where he was in the MVP race. Uh-huh. And I was like, this is the first team where he has the coach. He has the roster. He's got everything. Everything's going to go right for him. Derek Carr is going to be amazing. And that just didn't happen. Jared Siddham looked better than he did for one game. So um, we're going to see what's going to happen. It's funny because it's, it's, it's true. true. It's, <laughs> it's funny because it's
2: true. Actually didn't no, but... Good. Okay, yeah that that's just one of the no tape bandit performances. So you're 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 really gonna you're you're gonna come out here and say that the coaching was fine this year and Derek Carr didn't live up to I expectations. Think, I think
4: the coaching on offense was fine this year. They lost Waller and they lost Renfro. What's like that's two key that's true. pieces of your two offense, very big right? pieces. Okay, and then your quarterback isn't living up to expectation.
1: Okay,
0: and, and the off- Josh line. McDaniels
4: also get. We're not talking about how Josh. Jacobs had a career year under Josh McDaniels. Did
0: so Josh Jacobs led the league in yards here for rushing, which one expected that. Yeah, no one but, expected
4: that. So I mean, I yeah. think McDaniels with his guy, when he get when he gets his guy, the guy that he picks, I think they'll be okay. Okay. And I, I believe in the Raiders next year. I'm gonna be high. Um,
2: am I crazy to say uh, and this I am this is not a shot at Justin Jefferson? I think that the offensive player of the year should be Josh Jacobs. No, I think it should be Jesse. Jesse So like Jacobs, I think cleared him by 10 in touchdowns. That could be a lie, but I think he had close to 10 more touchdowns than he did. And just a few less hundred yards, maybe 200 yards less. I don't know. I, I think that it just, there's been no noise at all for Jacobs. It's all just been, Tyreek and Jefferson going head to head the whole year. And I just don't think there's been enough respect for Josh Jacobs. And I'll even start. I like kind of. I feel, the like, start of the year.
0: I, I feel like you just can't win offensive player of the year as a running back if you don't have 1,500 yards on the ground rushing. Because I don't think yeah. he had 1,500 yards. He
2: had 1,600. Yeah.
0: Did he? Okay. I'm dumb yeah. then. Sorry. But no, it's um... a good
2: point though. But like,
0: because <laughs> <laughs> no, like, that's the thing. Like, Justin Jefferson almost broke the receiving yards record for a season. Josh Jacobs wasn't even fucking close to that. Like he had a fantastic season. Uh a guy that the Raiders kind of have to bring back. I have no idea what his market's gonna be this year, but uh yeah. Like I like, he has Raiders to get clear he has to clear and the
2: Nixon and Chubb deals, no? He he's for sure gonna clear. Yeah, out his for, sure, <laughs> for sure, for sure, Mixon.
3: I don't know about yeah. Mixon.
2: Yeah, like wow. he's gonna yeah, get to I mean, somewhere somewhere in the span of four years and over fifty million dollars is gonna be the market. Are the Raiders yeah, gonna pay I mean, him
3: that? Yeah. I don't know if it's gonna be the Raiders because I don't know if we've seen a running back contract like actually pay dividends where it's like, oh wow, this is such a great deal. Like I mean, the Mixon thing is like. I mean, we've seen him when he went out. Samaje so Piran was doing just fine. So I don't know how you could justify paying him. You know, so Josh Jacobs
2: had 2,053 scrimmage yards this year. Yeah,
4: that's um, good. Yeah. The running backs are also going to get more yards than receivers. They just get more touches. Um, I personally don't think they're going to bring it back, honestly. I, I, I don't think he wants to be McDaniels, back Has uh, McDaniels offense ever re-signed a running back? Like, I, I just think McDaniels going to take the, the build playbook be like, yeah, I can do it with the next guy.
0: Well, again, that's the thing, and we'll talk about the Patriots soon enough, but, I mean, Dame Harris is a free agent, and you guys aren't going to re-sign him because, again, you just said it, you guys don't do that. It's going to be Stevenson and Pierre Strong next year for you guys, but uh, we'll get to the Pats when we get to them. Uh, Any last notes on the Raiders? I think they just basically have to run it back, try to find a new QB. That's that's about it. Yeah,
4: and keep Waller and Renfro healthy.
0: Yes, Yeah. yeah. Health is health is always the key. I think uh, it's gonna
2: be Brady or uh Brady or Garoppolo. I, I think I think at, at this point it's not gonna be a draft pick. No. Um, I think they're just gonna try and use what they have right now. And I think for Rick Daniels, it's kind of like get a guy that I know is gonna work, not a guy that I think can work. So I think it's gonna come down to those two. And, and the whole Brady story is gonna come full circle. I think it's gonna end up being Brady. I Yeah. If if Mac Jones gets traded
0: <laughs> it's to the Raiders, all right. So moving on, we will get to the NFC South portion of the draft. Uh, all these teams finished seven and ten. We'll start with the Falcons, though. Uh, a lot of team or a lot of people had the Falcons as one of the worst teams in the NFL going into the year. They exceeded expectations. Ah, uh, they just need a quarterback. Like, I do – I like the pieces on offense. They do need a couple more guys to uh, – a couple more guys to round out that defense. But if they had a quarterback this year, I mean, if any if any of the NFC South teams had a quarterback other than Tampa, like, they would have won that division easily. Can I,
4: can I give a shout-out? You know who – I know PFF is kind of jokes, but PFF had the number one player in the entire league, Chris Lindstrom.
1: Yeah, That's... they had a really good That's
4: offensive
3: line this year. So That's why they're to, able shout to. Shout out to
0: Chris Lindstrom. Uh, Goddamn, Boston College.
3: <laughs> yeah, they're uh, the uh, the Falcons. Kind of just like uh, they're they're just basically trying to turn into the Titans 2.0. But I mean, what you can't do that without the defense. Uh, they their offensive line is really good. Their defensive line can't generate pressure to save their damn life. It's crazy. Jared and a bunch of bums if yeah. we're being honest um you know AJ Terrell is a good piece i honestly i just found it hilarious that they're they run the ball more than any other team in football and they spent their last two uh first round picks on receivers so that that was kind of funny but yeah they, i mean you're right they're they're a, a good QB away from from competing in the in the NFC South and then go they'll go from there i mean i've been saying that they should heavily consider trading for Lamar Jackson because you'd be I feel like you'd be perfect on that team. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see where they go.
2: You also made a crazy observation the other day that uh, that it's, it's hilarious. how just out of the blue, Tyler Algier had an a thousand yard season before Alvin Kamara. I yeah. thought, that, <laughs> thought that, was a, <laughs> that was really funny.
3: Algier as, as a rookie. <laughs> He had a thousand yard rushing season before Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara's never done that in
2: his career. I
0: just, I just found those layers. <laughs> uh not like, like I do have that noted. Like he had an awesome season, and he just completely flew under the radar for most of it. Like him and CPAT are going to be a really good duo next year. Drake London, Kyle Pitts, they have a good offensive line. Yeah, if they trade for Lamar, that would be. I mean, be the best team in the NFC South immediately. So, uh, but yeah, they honestly they need to draft and buy a defense. They do have the eighth overall pick. We'll see who they can get there. I don't. Yeah, Falcons. Arthur Smith did a great job coaching. So we'll move on to the Panthers, another seven and ten team who also need a quarterback. And they also need a coach so i don't know where you want to start with this move you want to talk about quarterbacks you want to talk about who you want your future coach to be I, I'm, I'm just gonna start off with the uh, coaching search so i feel like this
3: might backfire uh terribly because their whole process for looking for a coach right now is exclusively offensive coaches um, they went into the off season thinking about getting a young offensive coordinator uh, you know to elevate the quarterback player the offensive play. Um and they honestly haven't interviewed or had don't have an interview scheduled with any defensive or background or defense coordinator other than Steve Wilkes, who they're likely not gonna sign to be coach. So no. um so yeah that's that's a little weird in my opinion because I mean if you kind of just eliminate half of the candidates by narrowing it down strictly offensively, I mean, that could be a recipe for disaster. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the the QB situation, they could trade up to uh, five, the Seahawks to three to one if they really wanted to. I'm kind of comfortable with either or staying at nine. You know, Richardson should be available or moving up to get any of the other top three guys. But yeah, we'll see. I mean... Uh, they're another one of those teams that's one QB away from you know winning the division and might honestly happen even if Brady just leaves and they just mm-hmm. run it back. So we'll see. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that, that's that's what I'm thinking so far.
2: So you're saying, and it's, uh, what are the B reporters saying? Because I thought that Steve Wilkes is actually like the front runner for the job. That's what no, I was so, hearing. Apparently, all the boys love him.
3: So the the players love him. Uh, But the thing is, there he has like an uphill battle to climb, you know, like he before he even got the job, uh, Tepper told him that uh, he had to do an amazing job, even just to be considered for the head coach.
2: And this wasn't an amazing job, what he just did.
3: I would say, you know, if they made the playoffs, that would qualify as an amazing job. But if you're openly saying that before the guy coaches a single game, you already know there's yeah, an uphill battle. putting so. it out there, I guess. And every other guy that mm-hmm. they've um, uh, requested to interview, offensive background and mostly young offensive guys, like under 40 and stuff. So, again, I, I yeah. like Wilks is like the polar opposite of that. So, I, I doubt they go that direction.
2: Do they give Matt Corral anything? They waited, they traded up for him? Do they wait and say, you want to give you one more go? What do you think I mean, on that end? I
3: mean, I'd be okay if they if they ran it back with, uh, with Darnold and then Corral as the backup QB. But I don't see how you can possibly go into next season with Corral as your QB1 and then just try to win the division from there.
2: So. Did they pick up Darnold's fifth-year option?
3: They did. This was his fifth-year option. This was his fifth-year, though. He's technically a free agent. They can, if they want to, tag him, but, I mean, that would be, like, $35 (laughs) million. So, you know, there's no point in doing that. Um, I don't think they're going to kick the tires on Derek Carr because they're kind of in the same situation as the Colts, where if you go to veteran QB route these last few years, you don't just get your
0: gut. So we'll see. Yeah. And, like... I do really like this Panthers team. Like I it has a bunch of young talent. It just you're missing the two most important pieces, which are the coach and the quarterback. So I think they're close. I think they're probably the best team on paper if you take Tom Brady off the box All right. Uh we'll move on to the next NFC South team. It's the Saints. Uh, they don't have their first round pick. It's the Eagles pick. Um the Saints are just absolutely fucked in 2023. There's no other way around it. Minus 52 million in cap. And up back. Alvin Kamara is going to get suspended. They uh, basically just have to sell a bunch of their vet contracts. That lose yeah. again.
2: Like briefly, you're no. good though. Continue. Just briefly, okay.
0: that was fun. <laughs> I was just no, laughing at the Saints. We're fine. We're, fine. we're fine. Yeah, I should laugh at them. They're bad team.
1: Yeah.
0: It's just yeah, like I they can sell Sean Payton and get some asset back for him but yeah
2: i don't really know what their direction is right now i think they still like want to try and compete just cuz that's what they want to do every year but they at shouldn't. some point they have to take an l season it's not going to keep working they can't just keep attempting to be mid um again another team and, and i've said this for half the teams but that's really the the case for half the teams in the league is wipe out the slate, get rid of your vet, and start clean. But a lot of teams are stubborn and don't want to do this. Um, Dennis Allen, I don't think he's a good coach. He's going to stay. Um, they should probably keep him next year if they want to be bad again, uh, and then maybe look at putting in a new coach when they have a clean slate. Um, I don't know what they're going to do, though, but they should probably consider moving on from – uh, Cam Jordan, Mario Davis, Lattimore, get rid of everyone. Uh, your offense is pretty young overall. They already got rid of Armstead last year, of course. Um, does anyone want to trade for Alvin Kamara? I don't know. I probably wouldn't. Um, even if it's a late, late round pick, it's just a contract that he probably don't need at this point. Uh, let them eat that one. Um, maybe if he, if maybe it's a very, very, very late pick, I don't know, but. I definitely think those three cornerstone defensive pieces are uh, cut slash trade candidates and you got to start your rebuild. This mm-hmm. yeah. we're on the the call-out train,
4: there was a certain person that said on a certain podcast that the Saints would win the division.
2: Yeah, it was, okay, uh, honestly, it, it, Jason tricked me into that one. That was absolutely insane. <laughs> I had the Bucks locked in, and then, I don't know, he said some crazy shit, and... I switched last minute, so I'm not I'm not holding myself accountable yeah. for that one. The hey, Saints, were, the Saints were never
4: well, I was actually calling out Wellesley. I didn't know Tom did too. Yeah, it convinced no, me last I,
0: minute. I completely <laughs> took them last minute. I also I will say I had the Bucks winning the division at the start of the season. I just thought the Saints were going to be a wild card team.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Um, yeah, the Saints. Just yeah, they were just flat out not a good team. I believe I thought Jameis Winston was going to be comeback player of the year. That's fucking shows what I know, but
2: well, it goes to show uh, up dumb Dennis Allen. Okay, honestly, what happened there? Uh, there's something that we don't know or the public doesn't know about what happened with Jameis Winston and his back injury. Everything hurts or whatever he said or uh, he said something crazy in one of his interviews at the start of the year. So they must have played him in a situation that they shouldn't have played him, and it just doesn't it doesn't make sense that he didn't play a single snap again. Andy Dalton wasn't good.
0: No, Andy Dalton was... He wasn't going anywhere.
2: We watched that Monday night game against the Ravens. My eyeballs were going to fall out just watching how boring the Saints were. I'm like, how do you not make a switch here? But something happened, and they said, no, we're going with Dalton the whole year. Um, And then uh, eventually, I don't know, Taysom Hill, like, what's his contract situation?
0: Who fucking
3: knows? To be know. Saints. It's, it's fake.
2: It's not a real contract. It's just a bunch of
3: numbers. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: yeah, Pretty and sure cap, it says
3: like 150. That's the thing. I,
0: that's the thing. I, I can't wait to see how the Saints get out of their cap hell hole this offseason. They're going to do it again. No, uh, but not. yeah, we're finally out of the top 10 picks. No, they're not. Not this year.
3: And I'm going to enjoy every little moment of their suffering. So it's going to be great.
0: I can't wait to see that. <laughs> All right. Uh next pick up, we got pick number eleven going to the Tennessee Titans. This is kind of where I thought the Titans were gonna finish this season. Um they don't have Latins of offense. The offensive line is banged up. Derrick Henry's getting older, he's still really good, but like it is what it is. All I can say, you have to have faith in Mike Vrabel and his coaching he's a damn good coach but they almost made the playoffs they almost beat the jags this week it was it was close they did it with josh dot like but yeah the titans are their super bowl window is closed and that's they're also in this rebuild mode they might not believe it they might not do it but they should start rebuilding
2: yeah Another team, I agree. Uh, I did have them, uh, I think, missing the playoffs. I have to check my numbers, but I had them either eight or eight and nine or seven and ten. But I didn't think this is how they were going to get there. Uh, this season just went to show how good of a coach Mike Vrabel is because they got clobbered by injuries. And yeah, they had a downfall at the end of the year there, but they really almost still did it in the last week and snuck into the playoffs in Mike Rabel fashion. Um, yeah, my, Ryan Tannehill. I don't know what they're going to do there, but it's an absolute move-on situation. Um, they have to get rid of Robert Woods. Uh, maybe. they what to pick up. But
3: absolutely
2: nothing. <laughs> no waste of a pick. Uh, but anyways. <laughs> Yeah, I you just keep your cornerstone pieces and then retool everything. Like you can't move Jeffrey Simmons, I don't think. That's one guy you can probably you want to keep. Um, but other than that, like it, it's, it's going to be hard to compete. I think the AFC South as a whole has to see that it's Jacksonville's time to have a two to three year window here. And uh, I, I wouldn't be, I, I'd be, I'd be clearing the cap a bit. Yeah. That Um, offense
3: atrocious. What? That Hmm? offense of the Titans is absolutely atrocious. Their wide receiver core is, I think, probably second to only the uh, Ravens. But I'd probably still take a healthy Ravens wide receiver core over the Titans because of Rashad Bateman, and then also Mark Andrews, of course
0: disrespect to Trey burks
2: i,
3: I mean, like him. Tra- tra- no nah, Trey- burks is
2: actually nice i was i didn't expect him to be but who else
3: who else T- is there it's it's probably,
0: probably the worst uh westbrook and kine he's uh he's something But <laughs> uh, yeah i think i have one last note for the titans and it's uh who's going to be their gm next year who's going to work with mike Vrabel? but uh
2: they're saying I, someone from their player personnel department i think uh so it might just be an internal promotion but, okay uh, so Mike
0: will just gonna run the show then yeah yeah okay i like it um it, it's gonna be someone to last, sit
2: in the seat that's not going to be doing the, the GMs. yeah it, yeah, like you said. Was-
0: yeah one last thing for the titans also uh i was looking at their cap space they don't have a lot of cap space i really don't know where it's going uh robert woods is going to be a cap casualty a hundred percent i also think that taylor Lewan is going to be a yeah. cap casualty he has a, yeah. he has a 14 million dollar cap it right now and zero dollars in dead cap so sucks for the boy but uh he's i mean he's gonna play somewhere next season he's still good he just needs to get past the injury but hopefully it's with the titans just on a lesser deal but Titans have some reworking to do. Uh, next team picking at number 12. Technically, it's the Texans. This was the Browns pick. Uh, they traded this pick for the Nasty Man. Uh, yeah, the Browns finished 7-10. and 10, But again, I've been saying it since Watson's knock. It's never been their year. It was never their year this year. Next year is the year. Yeah, Watson was, uh,
3: was terrible in the games that he did play. I think he... Had the worst QBR, if I wasn't mistaken, but he didn't qualify for a full season. But whenever he played, he was god-awful, didn't look like himself. Um, that offense just doesn't work well together with uh, Stefanski, so they'll have to figure that out over the offseason. But uh, the running game did look good early part of the season. Nick Chubb had a hell of a year. Uh, they just fired uh, Joe Wood, so... I mean, yep. hopefully you can get in someone with more experience in there, maybe shore up some things. They do have talent along the D-line. Going to lose wow. Jadam and Clowney, of course, but, I mean, still very, very, very talented defense. I uh, just got to work some things out. Um, good old line when everyone's healthy. Uh, but, yeah, they should be much better next year. But, honestly, that all depends on the nasty man, like you said. So, hopefully – I mean,
1: well, not hopefully, like, fuck him, so. But, uh, yeah. On your
2: point, on your point about the QBR, I actually think he had the second worst EPA per play among uh, starting quarterbacks, and even Zach Wilson was ahead of him, so that just goes to show how poor... <laughs> it was only Joe Flacco was in the basement. That yeah. this just goes to show how pathetic Wilson, uh, Watson was. Yeah. Um, I still think that Stefanski is not a good coach. Um, I think their DC hire needs to be someone that could potentially be an interim replacement if the season starts poorly. Well,
0: Um, I report was out there that Brian Flores is getting interviewed for that job, and I'm sure you were going there with that, and I absolutely just stole it from you. No, it's okay. Uh, That that would be, yeah, that would be a good hire. I think that Stefanski and Flores would work well together. Uh, Flores not having to be a head coach and actually find someone who can run offense properly uh, works out well for him. Um, other thing for the Browns, move you mentioned Clowney's a free agent. Kareem Hunt is also going to be a free agent. So
2: Thankfully, he's free finally. that yeah. He's being held so hostage in Cleveland. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, hopefully he can go somewhere and actually get some reps because I still think he's a very good running back with not a lot of touches or Miami, not as much as he should have. Miami? Be
1: so you have enough baby. running
2: backs. You just got uh, Jeff Wilson, you have Mostert, all these guys. <laughs> what do you want?
1: Nah, that's fine.
0: It's fine. We all get They're hurt all, of you. All, Yeah. Yeah. Fuck they, they they do all get hurt. Do you really think it's um, a scheme fit anyways? Yeah. I don't know. I I just think if you're a good running back, if you're a good player, you should be a good scheme fit anywhere. And if you're not, it's because your coaches are fucking morons. So that's my philosophy when it comes to football, anyways. Very um <laughs> Uh, We'll keep going, though. Pick number 13 is the New York football Jets. uh, All seven and 10. Uh, Off-season storyline for the Jets, another one of these teams. They need to find a quarterback. You can't waste another season with the roster that they have, especially when it comes back healthy with a Mike White at quarterback or someone along those levels they need to find someone i think it's going to be jimmy g i've kind of been calling that shot for a while now um we'll see though i like this jets roster they exceeded my expectations by a shit ton um but yeah it just wasn't their year this year they just need a quarterback like a lot of these teams
3: yeah you know it's bad when uh mike white was like the king in, in, in New York. Like, that's how bad it was. Zach Wilson and Joe Flacco were so bad that Mike White was getting crazed. And no disrespect to Mike White. I'm sure he's a good guy, whatever, but he's just not talented. He's, I mean, not a starting quarterback in the NFL. Sure, really cool locker room guy. Might be a hell of a guy to get a beer with, but I don't know if he's a starting QB in the NFL. He is they a He is a backup, yes. So they need to get that figured out. I know you mentioned uh, Jimmy Garoppolo ties with Robert Sala and um, Mike LaFleur, so that would make sense for sure. Uh, But, uh, again, who knows? There was a washed-up quarterback from Green Bay that got traded to uh, the Jets, so, I mean... But uh, maybe there's gonna be
0: another wash the TV from Green Bay that goes from there to the Jets, so we'll
3: see.
0: That would be that would be huge. I would that would that would be crazy. I'd love yeah. that. Actually, I wouldn't love that. Much. I I, I Dodgers in the division.
4: Uh, I heard Zach Wilson said if uh, they sign a veteran quarterback, he's gonna make his life a living hell in practice every day. Just so, the most uh, outrageous and
2: obnoxious that. claim, but I mean. I it's probably good, like I don't know, it's good to see the fire at least that he like want is motivated to try and get better. But that's just not something that you say. <laughs> when story. you've already had when you've already had your your, your <laughs> I guess uh your character questioned in the past and like how good of a teammate you are, that's like the last thing you want to say. Dude, Jimmy, G would
4: throw <laughs> five picks in a row in practice and look at Zach Wilson and say you're still not starting, buddy. <laughs> like,
3: yeah, yeah, this is um Wilson is uh, Wilson is, uh... He's not beating the terrible teammate allegations. I'll tell you that. One. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: So I don't know what the fit's going to be. Is it going to be Rogers? Is it going to be uh, Garoppolo? I think Garoppolo makes a little more sense. All I know is that uh, Joe Douglas is going to shoot himself in the foot over the next decade because he had Justin Fields sitting in his lap. I think there's a few of us that clearly said Justin Fields was the guy at number two and it was right there for him and he let it go. Yeah. Um, that's another team. If if, if the Jets – I mean, sorry, if uh, if the Bears are convinced that they want to go the path with a new rookie quarterback, I would say forget every other quarterback and do what I can to get Justin Fields in that offense because I think that would be probably the best fit out of everyone. Mm-hmm. No, that that's a realistic option, but – No, throwing no, it out no not really. <laughs> throwing uh, <it> out.
0: <laughs> my one last note for the Jets, Garrett Wilson – might be one of the next, like, I don't know, like top 10 receivers in the league. Like, he's I think, baby Jetta. Like, he's, yeah. he's very, very good. And, I mean, he didn't have a quarterback to play with the entire season. So
2: He took I out mean, five Dolphins ankles on one play last game.
0: Yeah. He's yeah. Special. And no touchdowns. That was a fun, terrible game to watch. God damn. But did you oh
2: pause actually just about that game quickly? Did you yeah, hear yeah. about the guy who lost out on uh, four thousand dollars? Cause he had exact score yes. nine six. Yeah. <laughs> the safety at the end sued him. Yeah. <laughs> That's Could you imagine? At the end,
0: that safety at the end also ruined uh Jets plus three and a half. Yeah. So that uh, absolute <sighs> Yeah, I mean fuck the world of sports going betting. Yeah. Um we'll keep going though to the next AFC East team uh, picking at 14 this year, the New England Patriots, uh, finished the season 8 and 9, exactly where I had them. Um, I
1: will
0: say, while also being completely wrong in some aspects, your defense was much better than I thought it was going to be this season. The offense was kind of what I expected. Matt Patricia is so fucking stupid. <laughs> like, oh, my God.
3: What was he cooking but, there? Uh, what? Said, what? What was Matt Patricia cooking in there?
0: <laughs> Absolutely nothing.
2: And they might just go from dumb to dumber because it looks like they want to – they have interest in King, Cliff Kingsbury. So that would, Dude, no, that, would, that would just that be all would time.
4: be That would be an upgrade, a massive upgrade.
0: Yeah. It would be an upgrade, but that's not saying much. That's like upgrading okay, from but like this is
4: why shit
1: to poop.
4: this is the reason why DeAndre Hopkins is not going to come to the Patriots because a lot of people are saying <laughs> that's well, the it's reason because, <laughs> it's because Bill O'Brien is going to be a oh, OC that makes sense next year, and b- there's no way DeAndre Hopkins is going to pl- play for Bill O'Brien.
2: You think he wants to run it back with Cliff though? Just
4: definitely
0: does not want to <laughs> run a battle clip.
2: Forget it, man. You're stuck with what you have. Just, just accept it. Okay, you know, let's get out but, of here. But, yeah,
4: yeah. I, I I am hearing. So, the offense was not what I expected. I actually thought the defense was going to be worse than it was, too. They even surprised me. I, I didn't think they were going to be top five. I thought they were going to be, like, maybe top 10-ish, yeah, like 10, around 10-11. And then the offense was what really surprised me. I mean, I thought that we were going to run, like, basically – I thought. The reason we put matt patricia in that spot in the first place was just so that bill could be like yo matt just like do what josh did basically like keep the same like don't change anything like we're just going to run the same offense that we've always been running but no matt patricia actually just decided like no i have my own plans for this offense and like this is what we're going to do and then it it basically like he benched kendrick Bourne, our best receiver at the start of the year because he missed in the first week of preseason he was late to a team meeting so he got moved down on the depth chart and just Matt Patricia kept him in the doghouse the whole year, even though he was our best player. So like, that's how Matt Patricia does his business. It doesn't work. It only works if you're Bill Belichick who actually can coach up backups. Matt Patricia can't coach up backups. He sucks. He just needs to go. He needs to go back and be Bill Belichick's water boy and Bill, Bill O'Brien needs to run the offense next year. And then we'll be fine.
2: Why was, uh, why was Andrews crying out the press There is Matt Slater, or is Slater retiring? Slater is retiring and McCourty, McCourty? is
4: probably retiring.
0: Yeah. So I, 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 I was going to ask yeah. that, because that's that's a big loss, losing Devin McCourty. I mean, obviously, it's huge, yeah. huge losing Matthew Slater, too. Probably one of the best special teamers of all time, which is a weird thing to say. but hey, yeah.
2: makes an impact. Um,
0: yeah, it makes an impact, that's for damn sure. Uh, the, the
2: Patriots have enough like pieces on offense, I think. I, I like the way I saw from Thornton. Jacoby Myers probably could be the most underrated receiver in the NFL. He, he is needs nasty.
0: Needs to be He's re-signed. Great
2: he's uh he's you guys
0: have the cap
4: i always said i always said this if jacoby myers was white everybody would be calling him wow like that's the next wes welker from edelman to myers but
2: he's literally the next he's literally what
4: edelman was like he's as good as julian edelman was people don't Uh, realize that is
2: john smith able is he a cap casualty can they cut him this year Is he done? nope Nope. he's stuck eh that was uh hilariously bad signing i mean it yeah. looked good at the time but it Genesis just ended up being
4: cut. really really poor uh, nelson Aguilar is also finally gone
0: his yeah. contract is just done
4: kendrick Bourne might get cut um, i was
0: gonna yeah i again like looking at the patriots like salary cap table it looks like they're gonna have like roughly 50 million to play with and then yeah. plus they'll cut guys get more uh the last time they had a ton of cap that's how you ended up with the most expensive wide receiver room with Hendrick Bourne and Nelson Aguilar but leading that.
4: Also card. that year we signed Matthew Judon. So.
0: Okay, and you also signed Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith. Hunter who,
4: Henry's I'm, not a bad signing.
0: He's fine. Johnny Smith is Yeah, that's the bad terrible. one. Terrible.
4: <laughs> Hendrick Bourne also was not a bad signing. Yeah,
0: he was yeah, true. he he he's fine. But um I guess uh, last note, I mean maybe not last note for the Patriots, but Mac Jones I think he he has to be the Patriots quarterback next season. Unless Tom Brady comes back, unless you guys want to get Jimmy Garoppolo, Mac Jones is going to be the starter going in next year.
4: Yes. I, I, I always say that there's, there's three quarterbacks that can start for the Patriots next year. There's Mac Jones, Tom Brady and Lamar Jackson. That's it.
2: (laughs) Who's in the next team? Uh, yeah, come on. Wow, fuck. I, I don't even I don't want to process that.
1: <laughs> no, I'm just we, saying we, we don't want to do Tom Brady
4: back to But you also just said Justin Fields might get traded from the Bears. So like I'm just going. If we're going unrealistic, <laughs> unrealistic mean, I'll go unrealistic. Too. Hey,
2: I'm not the one who said <laughs> that taking a QB at number one is on the board, okay? That that, that didn't come from my mouth. So it might be they might
4: there might be a QB at one, but it's not gonna be the Bears picking them.
2: I don't trust Ryan Poles. Traded the 32nd overall pick for Chase Claypool. I do not trust this guy. Anything's possible. All right, who's 15? Let's go.
0: Uh, yeah, no, I'm running a new setup where like I couldn't have my like laptop plugged in instead of the Ethernet, and now my laptop's dying, so I had to unplug my Ethernet cable, and now the internet's all kind of okay. But either way, uh, let's just talk about pick number 15. Talk about the Green Bay Packers, who absolutely fucking blew it on Sunday night, their chance to get into the playoffs. Um, it's going to be a wild offseason for the Packers. I have no idea what's going to happen. I don't know if Rogers retires. I don't know if he gets traded. I don't know if Matt LaFleur gets fired. They don't have cap. It's basically rebuild or run it back. Those are the two I mean, options. I don't
3: think Matt LaFleur will get from I mean, it's a He won, won 13 games the first three years of his uh, time in Green Bay, so I, I think that's off the table. Uh, we kind of already know what is going to go on based off of what's been going on the last couple of years. They lose in, in January. Rogers kind of just goes ghost on them for a couple of weeks, and then people will say, is he going to retire? Is he going to, you know, request a trade? And then, you know, none of that happens. I don't even think they can trade him. They just extended him. I think they gave him 100 and was it 60 or something million guaranteed. So I don't think that's, you know, a real option. So I think the best they can really do is just hope he's happy and ready to go for training camp. I mean, I don't think that's going to happen. He's probably going to be a bitch about it. But hey, that is uh, the Aaron Rodgers experience.
2: No. Jordan Love has to get traded at this point. I don't think yeah. it's fair for them to hold him hostage anymore. Um they absolutely can and they probably will. Uh but I just think that he's probably shown enough of a flash to for at least the team to take a stab on him and see what see what he can do. Um I don't know what they're going to do with Rodgers. Uh that was pathetic what I saw on Sunday to yes. very yeah. respectfully. It was pathetic. Um the the Detroit Lions, I understand they were playing their best football at the end of the season. But still, we're not we're not losing to the Lions twice in the same season with a win and in situation, scoring 16 points. That's unbelievable, especially when they had a PI down to the what, the seven yard line on the first drive and they couldn't get it in. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not going to put all the blame on Aaron Rodgers. Uh, you can go ahead. Matt LaFleur, I know you guys are saying you shouldn't get fired. He is a moron. I do not like him. Uh, he has the audacity to Yeah, I think uh, we're looking at bringing back Nathaniel Hackett as uh, as OC. This guy should be worried about his own job and not worried about bringing back Hackett to the offense. Um I'm I'm gonna stop uh, just actually shredding the Packers here, but holy hell, they're useless. Um and uh Christian Watson's a good player. Um and they got a couple of bozos on defense that need uh need to get their get their get it together. Like uh, Quay Walker. That could, been, that could have been the could have been the dumbest. There's you see some dumb stuff in the NFL every week. That could have been the dumbest thing I saw the entire season. Yeah.
0: That yeah. I I saw that video because again, like because of my schedule, couldn't watch the game. And I woke up and I went on Twitter, and that was one of the first things I saw was Quay Walker just pushing a trainer for no reason. It was one of the stupidest things you can do. And I saw a video of Yeah, he was down the tunnel. He was clearly upset, mad, crying, like it like it is what it is. Like you just can't do shit like that. He realized it was wrong, but like that is one of the worst looks. In a while, especially after our hand stuff and, like, the trainer is doing such an incredible job on the field there, and you go out of your way to push a guy who's literally just doing his job. And I feel like this is a
2: recurring thing, though, with the Packers, uh, that they just find ways to shoot themselves in the foot. Like, I feel like their discipline's been pretty bad over the last couple years, and that's why I kind of link that back to uh, Matt LaFleur. He doesn't have control of this team. You know who also has really bad discipline, though? I'm just going to jump in.
4: The they're Bucks. Just... Who? Right? The Bucks have super or undisciplined team. They fight all the time. Like, they're, they're always fighting. They're yeah, always and they good. finish with the same they're record, guys. but playing
2: a dumpster division. So yeah, one's they, in the playoffs and one isn't. They,
4: they, Two they do all this stuff. Literally, all I'm saying is, look, th- 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 we need to talk about Aaron Rodgers for a second here. This guy <laughs> takes $50 million from the team. Okay? $50 million. You go out there and you better play like an all-pro. He did not do that. I, I don't care no, if he, he doesn't didn't. have receivers, right? He didn't. Look, there's been a bunch of quarterbacks in league history that have taken teams with really bad receivers and brought in them to the Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers puts himself out there like he's that type of quarterback. He is not that type of quarterback. He's won one Super Bowl in his life. He had a top five defense that year, and he was throwing to superstars. That Packers team was stacked that they won the Super Bowl with. They won good mm-hmm. for him they've never they've never got back since he, since he's rich he's never made the super bowl he wins his mvps and he checks out in january every year it happens every single year packers fans know it happens every single year and then they they're in, they're in shock when it happens every single year i tell them it's going to happen every single year because aaron Rodgers is not that type of player he's never ever been close to the goat people call him the goat he's not even close he's not even, maybe not even top 10. like maybe not even top 10. So, look, I never want to hear Aaron Rodgers' GOAT conversation ever again. Sure, Hall of Famer, put him in. I'm out. on. I just wanted to rip in on Aaron Rodgers because people don't rip Aaron Rodgers the way they rip other players. So I I'm think his case. legacy
2: should definitely be tarnished. This was such an inexcusable game to lose, uh, not well, not only as a franchise, but just as Aaron Rodgers. You, just the situation that it was, you cannot lose this game. No, yeah. definitely not. Definitely not. And he does it every um,
0: year. Yeah. It, it, it does happen every year. It, they go out sad literally every single year. Okay, we got to try to wrap this up in like 20 minutes because I got hockey at 7.15. So okay. we got three more non-playoff teams. Let's start with the commanders. Commander 18, 8, 8, and 1. Uh, Sam Howell played decent in that Sunday game. But other than that, again, another team that needs quarterback... I don't know where they get it from. Maybe Derek Carr. They're going to have Carson Wentz off the books. Um, Yeah, I guess another team that just kind of has to find another quarterback and and try to run it back again. As simple as that.
3: I was really surprised when they kept Ron Rivera. I could have sworn that he was going to be fired at the end of the year, especially the optics uh, of him not knowing that they were going to be eliminated that Mm -hmm. that, uh, Week 17 game. That was bad. Uh, and that was bad. They did just fire their offense coordinator, though, Scott Turner. And um yeah, I don't know where they go from here. They're not. They're not in range for a QB unless they trade up, maybe for you know Anthony Richardson, maybe. Uh, But I think they should go in the complete either completely tank for next season, uh, or go the veteran QB route and then get Derek Carr. But uh, I don't know. Not looking good though.
4: Yeah, I I really don't know what
0: the commanders are going to do. One thing about... No. Yeah. I I was just going to say on the Ron Rivera thing. uh, No. Yeah, honestly. Uh, (laughs) One thing about Ron Rivera. They've been saying it on Pardon My Take where they're going to go through an ownership change from Dan Snyder. If you're a new owner coming in and you've already fired or they fire Ron Rivera, they hire a new guy, and then a new owner comes in. I don't know how safe your job is being that head coach. I feel like they're just going to stay the course until that's done. Um, Other than that from the commanders, Chase Young just needs to step up. I know he came back from injury this year, didn't really play a whole lot, but if that defense really wants to take the next level, he just needs to be better. Adrian already has more career sacks than he does, so... He's got to play better and live up to that, I mean, elite level that he won his an overall. We'll go on to the Steelers, though, picking at number 17. Mike Tomlin did it again. 16 straight winning seasons. Uh, hell of a fucking coach. It's... I I, I didn't think it was going to happen. The fact that they actually had a chance at the playoffs... Um. I won't lie. If Tua isn't playing on Sunday, which right now it's trending like he's not going to be, I would have much rather watched the Steelers in this game than Skylar Thompson and the Dolphins. So. Hey, this is
4: the difference between Pages and Bills fans? Because I would be convinced we're going to win regardless.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Even with Skylar Thompson. But yeah, we'll figure I out. Skylar <laughs> fucking Thompson. We're not winning. We're going to lose by fucking Kylo Nestle in. But Buffalo. if they win, what uh, if they win? We're talking about, oh, I would never let Burt or Keegan fucking end of it. Like, holy shit, Skyler Thompson. Uh, the we Dolphins win, it's my own in two weeks. <laughs> 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 oh, no, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we're talking about the Steelers, though. The Steelers, low-key, like, Kenny
3: Pickett, honestly, was kind of just like, it's like he's kind of like what everyone thought he would be. Like, nobody thought, like, I honestly, like, when I was ripping on him last year, it's not that it was because I didn't think he could play it. I was just like he's fucking twenty four years there old and you know, he's not spectacular, right? So
0: There we go. Okay. But I think it's better than are, Kenny Pickett. We are back. Yeah. No. Uh yeah, Kenny Pickett is okay. I think, I think Stetson Bennett is as good as Kenny Pickett.
3: I don't think so. Uh, and no. he's somehow
0: older, which
1: is yeah, insane.
3: Because Kenny that's, Pickett that's,
0: was an old rookie. That that is honestly fucking insane. Ah, uh, the Steelers though they just need to like they need to fire their offensive coordinator and get a new offensive line and maybe they can make the playoffs next year because well, I mean
3: they'll, they'll still be over five hundred because uh, the commons there. So so you don't need to worry good. about that. Just need to get Matt Canada out of there, get a real OC and figure it out.
0: Yeah. And the last team to not make the playoffs, we have the Detroit Lions at pick eighteen. Ah, uh, so close, so fucking close. The Seahawks had to
2: spoil it. Like, the Seahawks the didn't bet. even spoil it, man. The referees spoil it. That was absolute garbage, bit, man. Uh, yeah, you to lost your bet. That's too bad.
0: That is tough. That's tough.
2: That play tough. in uh, right before overtime, Geno Smith wants to be a runner. Okay, you're gonna get absolutely smoked. And Jalen Ramsey laid him out, truck stick. And they threw a 15-yard penalty for unnecessary roughness. I don't understand. They're officiating in the league sometimes, but you cannot make that call in that, that situation. Was horrible. They was almost as rigged as the freaking uh, – Did they miss? No. Yeah, they ended up missing, but then they won anyways. But still, I don't care. But Baker, it,
4: Baker had a wide-open guy, and he just threw a pick for some reason.
2: Yeah, that was not a good throw. <laughs> um, guys, I was going to say that was almost as rigged as the horse collar in the Miami game. That was atrocious. Grabbing it's fine. That's uh, fine. Gra- yeah, fine. <laughs> um, I I definitely I'm sorry I didn't really have to chime in on Pittsburgh there. Uh, I think the playoffs would have been better with Pittsburgh. Um yeah. Poor Miami is going to get absolutely steamrolled next week with or without Tua. It'll I mean, matter. we are
0: talking about the Lions right
2: now.
4: But the so. playoffs would be better with the Lions in it than the Seahawks. That we can all. That
2: is right? very. Yes. I think the Lions yes. would have Imagine given the, the Niners like the a good I think the Niners could have been on upset yeah, alert in that game. That would have been that would have been a game. I, I will I be would out to, on our own saying game. that. Aiden
0: Hutchinson is a prodigy. He he is very 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 good. I'm excited to see what the Lions can do next year. I know we just kind of had a quick chat in like our group chat there, where I mean the Lions can trade up for a quarterback. They can trade for Lamar, or they just run it back with Jared Goff and these weapons and this offensive line, and just. Hopefully, they draft good players on defense and just get better and improve. I don't think that's a bad plan for them. Jared Goff.
4: I don't think they should draft a guy. I would stay with Goff if I was like
2: Jameson Williams had what two receptions this year? It was a wasted year. They haven't even gotten to use him yet. You have to assume he's going to play close to 90% of the snaps next year. Uh, They got really good production out of DJ Chark. I think he was on a one year deal, but maybe consider bringing someone like him back. Um, The. I don't think – I don't know. People are bringing up the hot names of uh, Ben Johnson and Aaron Glenn to get hired as a coach. I don't think either of them are going to get jobs this year, and I don't think they should want to get hired yet. I think they should run it back one more year and then just have like a really, really dominant season and then kind of move on next year. Yeah. Um. But, again, that's probably the second best GM job to have in the league right now outside of Chicago because they have a lot of uh, – they have a lot of options with uh, their, their draft situation here and uh, they're they're right there.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, since you talked about Ben Johnson and I do agree, I do think it's probably one year too early, but I think if he doesn't get hired to be a head coach somewhere this off season, that's an absolute W for the lions. Cause I mm-hmm. think that he's great. So, and he will be a good head coach at some point, hopefully, but all right, let's get to this playoff talk. Uh, going to be quick, hopefully. Um, but let's start with the Seahawks Niners game. Uh, the Seahawks are favored by nine and a half right now. The Seahawks? are? N- 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 no,
1: come <laughs> on. <man. laughs>
0: but uh, yeah, it was a nice season for the Seahawks. It's ending here, like it's as simple as that. The Niners they
3: are going to absolutely no chance. No. I mean, we hear all the time about the the stat that it's hard to beat them team three times in one season. This isn't even being considered in one of those instances. You know, it's just like kind of a given. I mean, the uh, I, I, I think Joey Bosa or sorry, not Nick, Nick Bosa, I should say, I think he's going to win defensive player of the year. Had yep. a monster of a season. McCaffrey has been doing nothing but scoring touchdowns ever since he got there. They're finally going to get a healthy Debo Debo Samuels back. Kittle is finally playing, like, back like he was back in 2018. Ayuk, out of nowhere, has been playing, like, an insane, you know, probably top 20 wide receiver in the NFL, top 25 this season. He's been absolutely amazing. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, I don't really think Seahawks stand a chance. But shout out to Geno Smith. Hell of a season. Proved everyone wrong. He gave us one of the best quotes we'll ever hear, you know? So um, yeah, shout out to Geno. I'm actually actually
4: gonna bet on the Seahawks plus nine and a half. I just think it's a divisional game. I don't think the Seahawks are gonna win. I just think it will be close. And I think Brock Purdy might not play that well.
0: I I can agree on that, yeah. I think that, yeah, it being a divisional matchup, the Seahawks and the Niners usually play close. Uh, The Seahawks just don't have the quarterback or the defensive talent to stop the Niners whatsoever uh yeah it was i mean this was one of the teams them and the giants uh anyways that completely blew my expectations out of the water like i thought the seahawks were going to be picking top five technically yeah. they are picking top five but um it's a yeah there. the broad oh, yeah. Purdy
2: implosion is going to happen this postseason it's not going to happen this week uh 27 27 10 the- niners
0: 27-10 Niners, there's the call. Uh, we'll move on to the next game, though, that Saturday night game. Chargers versus the Jags. Uh, Chargers currently favored, minus one. Um, This is going to be a fun game. I'm excited. I think this is the best game of the wild card weekend. I think Trevor I think Lord's... For the Jags?
4: No.
2: <laughs> i'll let you all say your piece first and then i'll educate everyone at the yeah end. i
4: just think uh i just think uh it's a lot of young players on the jags um the chargers yeah. they've, they've been in big games i know it's their first playoff game but i mean they've been in big games they play in they play against the chiefs on prime time all the time like they're used to it justin herbert is a better player right now than trevor lawrence is um and I think Not the weapons, long. as long as uh, Joey Bosa is healthy and as long as Mike Williams are, is healthy, which I think they'll they'll both top it out. They're
2: both going to play. Yeah.
4: They're uh, the Chargers are the better team. They've got blown out by them in the regular season. It's just you can't do that twice in the NFL. It's too hard to do. So I'm going Chargers
3: 31, Jaguars 14. All right, let me let me let, Tom, you listen up and let me let me educate you. No, I already so,
2: told you that I'm educating you. So try no, no, to educate no. me first, and then I'll educate you again. Listening. Right. So, Go ahead. so
3: I know that I know that you just mentioned that the Chargers have like experience playing in these big games, uh, prime time, play Kansas City all the time. It's true; they do have experience in prime time. Not good experience because they usually end up losing those games more often, mm-hmm. more likely than winning. So, I mean, uh, that's one thing. We have the Chargers way, which is finding a way to make every game a one-score game. Which they've is what this game of, will be. What they've can... been on the generally the winning side lately as opposed to when they had Phillip Rivers those last couple of years because they have a much better quarterback. But, I mean, the buck stops mm-hmm. here. I, I, I said this to you in yeah. face-to-face, the Jaguars have the better coach, yeah. they have the better quarterback. They're At right. home, yeah. I mean, I. They they I thought,
2: I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought home field didn't matter whoa, for the Chargers because they whoa. were home did field. Did you
4: either. say the Jaguars have the better
2: quarterback? Yeah, of course he did. What do you think this is?
0: I'm true, and I'm right there with them, thinking that Lawrence is the better quarterback. Again, I, I'm, I, Again, I think it's unfair to say right now is, just based off what Herbert has done. But Trevor Lawrence going forward, yeah, I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be the better quarterback. Did you know,
4: Justin Herbert has the record right now for most touchdown passes in the first whatever years of his career right now.
0: I do not care.
4: And he played on a worse team hey, than Trevor. I Lawrence. don't. Playing on I don't.
2: Players. I don't want to get into. Uh, I don't want to get into the, the the stats battle here. Let's focus on this game here.
0: I was going to say, I also don't have a lot of time. I will say, though, uh, I think this Jags home field crowd is going to be a lot of fun. I think this is going to be a fun game. Um, I do think the Chargers are going to win. I just think they have the – I don't even know if you can say better roster. It's very close. I think that – It is close. Again, it's going to come down to a one-score game probably. I think it's going to be fairly high scoring. Let's just go with 28-26. I have Uh, 24-20 Jags. Jags. Uh, Spills, make it quick.
2: Yep. Um, The Chargers have the better quarterback, enough with the the BS. That's all that's going to matter in this game. Um, Brandon Staley uh, really almost just blew it all last weekend. But um, at the end of the day, look, I don't care who the opponents are. The defense was playing better for a good period of time. They have their pieces back. They just activated Slater off IR. Uh, He's not going to play this week. No. They're going to win this game. It's going to be a one-score game. I'm going to be screaming a lot, and I'm going to be very stressed the entire time, but they're going to win 23-20. All right.
0: Well, Chargers could get hot. I mean, they were hot. That's why Staley wanted to keep that momentum, and then they looked like shit. So that was a lot of fun. but uh, The defense
2: looked like shit.
0: Yeah, but the defense looked like
2: shit, <laughs> yeah. and Austin Eckler fumbled the ball away, and DeAndre Carter fumbled the ball away. We're moving on. Okay. That's moving all good.
0: On. We're moving on. Uh, no Sunday excuses, Sunday. baby. Uh, Dolphins versus Bills. The Bills are currently minus nine favorites. That line has actually moved two points. Um yeah, if the Dolphins don't have Tua playing quarterback on Sunday, this game is pointless, and I'm just it's happy pointless
2: bit. with Tua playing. No, it's not. You don't understand no, no. this. No, no it's, it's not. not. I
4: it think Miami not. can do it. Yeah, I, I Tua does play, but Miami not with Skyler. Dude, I'm going to go Skyler. upset alert. Okay, I'm 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 not I'm not going to bet money on it, but I'm <laughs> going. This game this game might actually shock a lot of people.
2: Tua is not going to clear the protocol, and if he does, he's still going to be concussed. And last time he was concussed and played football, he threw three interceptions in the fourth quarter. It's not going to go well. Buffalo is going to obliterate Miami by 30 plus points in this game. Okay, that's all I have to to say.
4: Listen to me here. The Patriots, we both just played Miami and Buffalo. The Patriots, well, basically, if you just play count without the kickoff returns. The Buffalo <laughs> here guys. we go. Another, another. <laughs> <point>. <laughs> no, he has a point.
3: He has a point. He has I'm saying it would have both I mean, been three-point games, you know? Yeah. When's the last time the Bills blew a team out of the water? It doesn't, like, they're they're not as scary as what people make them out to be. They really, like, aren't.
2: So, it's going But the be Patriots have a far better defense than the Dolphins do, especially the Dolphins they, defense. Doesn't they travel played well. each other a they few They don't travel ago. well. I don't yeah, care. Like, that's when the yeah, dolphins were broken. Brother
4: got thrown into the water. He's going to have a game plan. He's going to launch some bombs at <laughs> Tyreek a little bit, you know. I think it's going to be close. I personally think it's going to be like a 27-24 either side. I'm going to t- I'm going to have to go Buffalo cuz I don't want to be on the on the receipt.
2: 34
0: but... to 6. Wow. I was gonna say if Skylar Thompson's playing, we're not getting more than 10 points. Um, if two was playing, I think this is gonna be a one-score game. I think it's as simple as that. Uh, the, the the Bills are gonna torch our secondary, we'll torch their Teddy secondary. Plays? Can
4: he play?
0: Um, he has a broken finger on his throwing hand,
2: so that'd be very ineffective. I think they'll yeah. probably just be better off with Skylar at that point.
0: Uh we'll go on to the next game though. Giants, Vikings. Vikings are favored minus three. I like the Giants with kind of a half bye week, rested, playing against a Vikings team that is an utter sham. Like, I'll take the better coach in Brian Dable. I'll take the better defense with the Gi- with the Giants. I don't know. I fuck this Vikings team. They're. A bunch- I
2: think the public disrespect in general for the Vikings is hilarious. Everyone's on the same page. Everyone knows that they're a fraud show, and I have not seen more people pick the Giants. I think this might be a unanimous team Giants here, which is kind of funny. I like the Vikings, actually. No,
3: I like the Giants, too.
2: Um, The Giants have a better defense, a far better defense. They have a uh, functional offense right now, and they've really just been in one-score games the entire season. And the Giants um, have No, no, I'm talking, have, I'm talking about the Giants. They have, but the record reflects better. Yeah. I'm saying the Giants are going to keep it very close. The Vikings like to keep it close as well. And you really just can't win as many one-score games as the Vikings have won this year. Some of them have started it, – it, it's bound to happen. They're not going to win. Listen to me. It's a one They're score not going to win.
4: It's a one-score game, five minutes left in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Okay? Which offenses are you trusting? when you're going to- Daniel Jones and Saquon
2: Barkley
4: yeah. you're not trusting Justin Jefferson
0: I trust Brian Dable that's all I know
4: okay well I trust Minnesota. Coach
0: of the Year Coach of the Year Brian Dable from the Cover Zero podcast voting committee yeah.
2: coach, <laughs> coach of the Year yeah um Go G-man. I think this will be 27-24. a fun
0: game though uh the Giants are another one of those teams that I mean I thought was going to be another team picking in the top five and here they are in the playoffs um don't have a lot of time so we'll just keep going uh that sunday night game ravens Bengals. the Bengals are favored by minus seven um hopefully the ravens have lamar jackson at quarterback if not this is just another pointless game
4: yeah I, I i was seeing lamar tweet about um something shannon sharp said where shannon sharp was basically talking about how lamar needs his money and stuff and if he's not fully healthy um kind of what's the point and yeah and Lamar tweeted, "Wow, he's 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 shouting or speaking or something like it. Like Lamar's <laughs> backing him up, you know. So I think I don't think Lamar is going to go out there. I mean, he's not 100. percent. The coaches are saying that uh, even in practice he hasn't looked himself. So there's no point in sending him out there. We don't want an RG3 situation. Um, just take the hit, lose to the Bengals, and uh, move on to next year. And if you win, then it's a Cinderella story. So
2: they're not winning with Anthony Brown. No, yeah. they're they do not stand a chance with Anthony Brown. Yeah. Um,
3: it was way closer than it needed to be, though. It I was know what the hell stupidly like.
2: close because uh, their offensive line got kind of banged up. And again, the Ravens defense still isn't really like, I mean, it's top defense, but they're not winning this game, even if Lamar plays like.
0: They need Lamar to play. That's the only way they win this game. I
4: doubt he's gonna play.
0: Exactly. I same. Especially like I again, like we talked about this a little bit in the group chat. But they gave Roquan Smith that massive deal, and like if I'm Lamar, it's like why the fuck would I want to play for you guys? Like everyone the biggest
3: troll move I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, it's it's brutal. Uh, Yeah, the Bengals should win this game. Uh, Should be a fun game. Last game up though. Cowboys minus three against the Buccaneers. Um, Tom Brady has never lost to the Cowboys, though. Will this trend continue?
4: Absolutely. And he's 27-1 yeah. at home in the playoffs. or something. It's
2: just like it's so stupid <laughs> how crap the Bucs are. And I hate it. It's just I really want the Cowboys to win. I'm kind of rooting for them because it's just unbelievable how crap they've been over the last couple of years considering how much talent they have. Uh, and they really just have to get the Bucs. It, it just makes no sense. Tom Brady in the playoffs is going to be Tom Brady in the playoffs, and the Cowboys in the playoffs are going to be the Cowboys in the playoffs. I need to correct myself, though.
4: I think he's 27-1 and one in, like, a certain round or something. I don't think he's 27-1 at home.
2: But, yeah, Neither Tom Brady I.
4: at home in the playoffs is, like, almost unbeatable.
2: Um, to think that this Bucks team is going to be in the top eight at the end of the year is yeah. – I mean, at the start of the year, maybe you could have thought that, but after yeah. watching like second- what we saw the entire year, it's just sickening.
4: And they also destroyed the Cowboys week one. People, people don't really bring that up. I don't know why the Bucs are... I thought the Bucs were going to be favorites, so...
1: I Whatever thought
4: the like
3: papers screams that uh, the Cowboys should win, but uh, the Cowboys are going to be the Cowboys, and then you got the Tom Brady effect on the other side of the field, so yeah. um, the, everything just screams for an upset. I don't know if it's really an upset, but says according to Vegas it is, but... Yeah,
0: Mm -hmm. that like that. That's like like the Cowboys just looked so bad last week. They've looked bad the last few weeks, anyways. And the Buccaneers have the offenses look better. They've been getting those deep balls to Mike Evans. I don't know if it's sustainable now, but that'll be a fun game. I'm happy that is the Monday night game uh, to wrap things up. Uh, We're gonna wrap things up right now, though, um, and I'll end it all with a question here. What's the Super Bowl matchup? I'm sticking with mine from the preseason, which is Bills, 49ers. Uh, Spills, I'll let you go.
2: I had picked Bills, Eagles in the preseason. I think the Eagles have run out of steam, and I think they've peaked, and I think they're going to get upset next week to the uh, Giants. Yeah, I said that, but um, I'm going with – not that I believe the Niners are spectacular. I just think everyone else in the NFC is useless. Uh, Chargers, Niners. Chargers, Niners, okay. (laughs) <laughs> I, move.
3: I, I have yeah. the easy Kansas City versus Niners boring pick. But uh I mean I I respect the Niners a lot more than the uh, Eagles team to be honest.
0: Get that nice rematch. I right, chew. You finish it off with some crazy prediction.
4: Tampa over Buffalo.
1: Alright, wherever we're at. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thanks, boys. That was great. Well, that'll do it for another episode of the Cover Zero podcast. Uh so where we kind of rushed the end of that, especially the playoff preview. I mean, maybe it was good that we were actually quick and concise instead of I mean talking about the Cardinals for ten minutes, but uh yeah, I had a hockey game basically got there five minutes until we started playing so rushed out rushed back now it's time to edit Ah, uh, yeah we didn't even mention the Eagles and the Chiefs they both got the one seed uh the Chiefs were literally just messing around last week doing whatever they wanted they played ring around the Rosie uh Eagles, on the other hand, uh, again, they're limping in the playoffs. They're still the one seed. I still like them. I still have a big future on them. So, I'm hoping, but the playoffs are going to be fun. I'm excited. These are going to be good matchups for the most part. Actually, I don't know. Because if Tua and Lamar don't play, those games are a wash. But either way, we won't even get to that. We'll talk about what happened in those games next week and probably get into actual draft stuff. I promise this time, but... Actually, one last note before I go, and I almost forgot this and just caught it while editing. Um, This is my 25th episode. I I don't know. I think that's kind of awesome. Halfway to 100. Yeah, I think that's kind of cool. 25 episodes, got to the end of the season. Uh, looking forward to doing this more. I hope you are all enjoying it. Thank you all for listening so much. I appreciate you all, but... Yeah, as always, if you've liked this, please like, share, retweet, subscribe, all that fun stuff,
1: and until next time, peace.